Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, however, wherever, whenever you're listening. This is the Root for Wisconsin show, a special Saturday morning broadcast, and we have a lot to talk about. We are going to focus heavily on Badger basketball, Badger football, and the Badgers just as a whole. So on Wisconsin is the main focus of this. And when I say we, I mean myself, Eric the Biggie, joined by the the Facebook room, the, the messenger phone call whatever we're trying something new we're not going on zoom anymore because they have stupid rules so we're trying something different and joining me is justin dull justin how you doing buddy i'm doing good i hope this works out eric it's a new way for us to be doing things so a little bit interesting a little bit test trial thanks everybody for being our little guinea pigs yeah so saturday morning broadcast Badger heavy. Uh, Justin, I wanted to ask you just a, one quick thing here. And I know that, like I said, we're going to focus pretty heavily on the Badgers, but uh, some breaking news this afternoon that was just really heartbreaking, in my estimation anyway, is uh, the news of the release of Kurt Bankert. Kurt Bankert no longer a Green Bay Packer. Okay. I'm so pretty. There's probably going to be some better. Um, sign and develop capable quarterbacks that will be able to stash away on uh practice squad. Uh, I know he's kind of a fan favorite, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's a little, like I said, just a little heartbreaking news, but beyond that's a pretty good time here in Wisconsin sports. And the reason for this mini episode, if you will, is we were going to talk badgers in episode 78 and we did a pretty hefty segment on really not even going in depth on the the news here. And since then, there's been more news. So we kind of held off. Um, so pretty, like I said, big focus here coming up. Uh, one other just quick non-Badger, but kind of Wisconsin statewide story. Justin, have you seen the Brewers' new alternate jerseys? I have. Um I actually, I don't mind them, Eric. I think they're they're all right. I am a big fan of these. And if you haven't seen them, go to the Root for Wisconsin Facebook page or Instagram page. We have them there. Um, some pictures coming from the Brewers on there. But I am a big fan of these. I love the hat with the 414 snuck into the MKE. Uh, I yeah. also do got to give some appreciation to the grill on the sleeve patch of the jersey so big fan of these but uh regardless like i said just kind of wanted to to make a point of that uh but yes badgers and for justin what do you want to start off with you want to go badger basketball news badger football news which which route should we go here yeah we kind of hinted a little bit at some of the badger basketball news eric we could start off with that uh a little bit of what we talked about was uh joel krabenhoff getting bumped up to uh, associate head coach after seven years with the Badgers uh, this time around. That, that is kind of something that we talked about a, a, a bit the other night. Um, but the other one was the big news of the Badgers playing at AmFam Stadium. It, it, you know, it, as most of our fans would know, is Miller Miller Park. Uh, it's super exciting. I saw a picture the other day of the layout of what it's going to look like. Um, the court's going to be on the infield uh, with a set of bleachers. Um, it looks it looks like it's going to be a good time, Eric. 
It really does. And I'm, you see how we did that nice little transition from Brewers uniforms to AmFam Field for the Brew City Classic brought to you by Aurora Healthcare. Uh, as we had mentioned, we did Accidents happen, Eric. Oh, accidents no. happen. Not an accident at all, Justin. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but this is the first ever basketball games that you played at the home of the Milwaukee Brewers. So that includes County Stadium. That includes what it was called Miller Park. So first ever to occur with that. We do not know the times of the games or on what stations they will be played. But we do know as of today here, June 17th, uh, the opponents for these games. Uh, both the men and women will be in action with the Wisconsin women facing Kansas State or K-State out of the Big 12. And big game. Big game for them. And the Wisconsin men will face Stanford. And that's out of the Pac-12. Which uh, Stanford is... is um, Stanford basketball program is a bit uh, of an anomaly. It's, uh, you know, some years when they're good, they're real good. And when they're bad, they're not like, they're, they're not real bad, but they're not, they're NIT good. They're an NIT substantial program. Um, it's hard for, uh, it's been hard for them to, to kind of keep that program going, um, after a, a, a few good run, if you remember the Lopez brothers went there, Eric. I do remember that. Yeah, and that's kind of when they've they've kind of had their last big um, substantial run as, as in terms of depth um, of of continuing years. Um, but all in all, what a great game! Uh, there's Stanford alums all over, you know. It's so you're going to draw a huge crowd. Um, you've really um, destined yourself for a very winnable game. Um, Coach Jared Haas uh, for Stanford. He's he was uh, a great coach at UAB, uh, bringing up that Blazers program. Now he's he's had a a, a stint. Now I think he's entering seventh year for Stanford. Um, so it's going to be a yeah, a pretty darn good game. I would have to agree with that. I would have to 100% agree with that. Uh, very excited to see it take place. And really, I'm, I think I'm most curious on as to how that Badger team looks come this time next year. Um, well, not this time next year, but come this coming season where really, you know, a lot of question marks out there right now. Uh, how and mainly, how do you fill the shoes of Johnny Davis, the All American, the All um, you know All Award list yeah. Player of the Year, what have you? So how yeah. how you do don't. you you do you know, yeah. right? The, the the simple answer there is you don't. You just uh, you you have to just design this team in a different facet. Um, I would look for Chucky Hepburn to. To kind of take a huge step forward, um, Tyler Wall took a step forward last year, so I think they've got some talent. To, to I don't know that they're Big Ten championship quality, but on the other side, Eric, none of us were saying that they were 
going into this past season. So I, you can't discredit. And there's a reason that Joe Krabenhoff got a, a promotion and a raise, right? Uh, they've done a hell of a job coaching this group of guys uh, that they currently have. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, you can't write off, you know, some of those recruits coming in and some of the transfers that they've landed. Uh, you know, one I'm most familiar with is the addition of Kamari McGee uh, from Green Bay coming in. And not that he's going to fill that that those scoring shoes, you know, like you said, no one's really necessarily going to. But it is a great depth add because if really there was one concern with this Badger team and really what led to their early elimination was once Chucky Hepburn went down in that round of 32 game, there really wasn't much for scoring after that. So uh, getting a guy like yeah. Kamari McGee to come in uh, – who multiple time Horizon League Player of the Week? Now, obviously, different opponents, different, or you know, skill levels of your opponents, and whatnot. But believing in him enough and and that chemistry that you know, kind of working with Chucky Hepburn, the only player that he had met with in his visit to Wisconsin, uh, you know, really can't be understated enough either. Well, he, you know, he's going to be the guy that that is going to take a huge step going forward. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Johnny Davis's brother Jordan Davis uh, take a huge step. Um, he was he was prompted uh, as one of the better three point shooters, long distance shooters on the team um, this past season, and uh, he, he played some big minutes. It it, it kind of re- reminded me a little bit of Johnny's uh, freshman season that uh, he played as like the seventh, eighth guy. And and uh, I really expect uh, Jordan Davis to take a big step in the shooting ranks. Um, and, and Tyler Wall, I mean, he, he's going to be a guy that has to take a big step too. Um, Steven Kral, uh he's got the looks of maybe adding 25 to 30 pounds and becoming the next um, big man out of Wisconsin that you know, kind of has a chance to stick around in the NBA like a Frank Kaminsky or a John Luer um, did for a while. Uh, can really shoot the deep ball pretty well, and you can only expect that to get better as he gets deeper into his college career. So they have they have some guys that can produce talent or that have produced talent and uh, seem destined to take the next step. Yeah, as a team. Absolutely. One other name I'm kind of looking at here, kind of in that, you know, the way that the basketball world is going right now where you got long wings that can kind of play inside and outside uh, is Mark Silver, who really didn't get a whole lot of minutes this last year, uh, product of Estonia. But 6'8", forward, only played in eight games as a true freshman. Uh, Ironically, played 11. He's season high 11 minutes against Green Bay. Uh, three points and four rebounds in those 11 minutes. So, uh, you know, not necessarily like they were trying mm-hmm. to score in those t- that time frame either, but really kind of seeing if he can pick up and, you know, maybe kind of fill those roles. Because like you said, no one's going to fill those shoes individually, but it's going to take, you know, a couple guys to fill those. Same thing with Brad Davison and really that senior leadership where, you know, Brad Davison isn't going to score 20 points every single game, but he has that ability to do so. And then just kind of commanding yeah. that floor as a whole, which you're going to have to rely on. Like you said, Tyler Wall is going to have to step up more than just with scoring, 
but also step up there as well with that, you know, kind of being that veteran presence. Uh, you're you're absolutely right. Tyler Wall's going to take a big jump. Uh, hopefully he can develop a, a, a bit of a jump shot that was better than this past season because for him to take the next step, that's what it's going to have to be. So, yeah, we're a little ways away from that. Uh, I would be interested to see uh, where they go for a summer trip to play basketball. Uh, usually they do that overseas. So um, play some, some pro teams that are – you know, kind of the lower level pro pro teams uh, overseas, and get some great competition for for a college basketball program. So, be interested to see what happens and and kind of hear the news on who's getting more of the minutes and and what potentially the depth chart could be coming in. So, and so right now it's a wait and see and and kind of project uh, scenario, Eric. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any other kind of parting notes here? I'm just kind of looking at this, this roster, uh, Justin, and you know, like you said, you know, you can't put that same expectations as the team had last year, as or as they kind of earned last year, because you know we talked about how they were projected to uh, finish what second to last in the Big Ten in that that lower half, but yeah, uh, kind of you know they earned that you know higher and higher as they kind of went in that early preseason. So not necessarily that they'll they'll kind of do that same thing coming up here this year, but you know there is a lot of the core here left from last year as well, and you know if we really look at Johnny Davis from last year, you know there wasn't there wasn't one facet where you can't necessarily just replace that either. But like I said, you know it's kind of like we've talked about with the Packers even is finding two three guys to kind of replace that scoring or place that. Um, you know, kind of go-to guy mode and find your go-to guy down the stretch because those points got to go somewhere if you want to be successful. Yeah, they, they sure do. You're going to see a big improvement. You know, when you go down the roster, you've got you've got guys that, you know, like you said, Iver is probably a guy. How much can Jacoby Neath improve? Um, and, and and where are we going with our, our freshmen that didn't uh, – that, that kind of took a uh, back seat this year. So Carter Gilmore is a guy. Like, yep. This roster is going to be um, going to have some, some talent left on it that uh, don't have to necessarily wor- worry about. And, uh, and the, uh, uh, the recruiting class coming in, um, you know, they're – they're number nine, right? Or right now for this this year, but um, they had a they had a, a young man that was a state player of the year coming in. Um, so, and a guy that could really shoot it. So, we'll see if he if he challenges for a uh, early roster spot right away and and, uh, and in the rotation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with that, Justin, I know that the again, I know that we're we're not really going to go here too too much farther but i know that the reason we really had this episode justin is to talk badger football badger recruiting uh so with that i kind of hand it off to you here as you you're the one that uh knows us more than i do so have at it so the badgers over the past um week week and a half have really hit it off with some of the recruiting here 
that they've had uh, they've had some huge recruiting weekends, um, nailing um, just just some of their major prospects that they they wanted to come in. Uh, since that happened two weeks ago, they've they've connected on three um, three commits. One is uh, Jordan Mayer, a edge rusher out of Clareton, Pennsylvania. Um, he he is a a, a like a he, he's a pass rusher. He, he feels like he's a Nick Herbig kind of guy. Um, had had 24 complete offers to play football at the next level, some of them being Boston College, uh, most of the MAC, Cincinnati, Duke, Georgia Tech, um, Rutgers, Syracuse, Temple, uh, Vanderbilt, Virginia Tech, and West Virginia as some of the uh, Power 5 schools that have offered him. Uh, Eric, he is a six foot four, 235-pound edge rusher um 247 composite uh ranking has him as the uh in an overall 85.4 and just give me a second here overall he is uh the 58th edge rusher in the nation and the 18th overall prospect coming out of pennsylvania eric so that's that's the first one they got to commit. Uh, that was six twelve, um, so just just under a week ago. Uh, and then they they could they got a, a big commitment out of a guy out of Ohio, Eric of all places, Ohio, their biggest rival, Ohio State. Um, did not offer this guy, but he committed the next day, six thirteen twenty twenty two. Uh, he's listed as an athlete, but he's going to come in as a wide receiver. Uh, he's six foot two, 205 pound out of Talmadge, Ohio, Colin Dixon. Um, he, he's overall, they rate him as overall, uh, an 86 on a three star 86 overall on, on 247 composites. He had most of Mac offers. He had 16 total offers. Um, some of the bigger ones, Duke, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, Pittsburgh, Purdue, um, and Kentucky have all offered them. Uh, Pittsburgh being significant because um, they just had Jordan Addison, the uh, uh, wide receiver of the year. I believe that's the Blitnikoff, Eric. Is that correct, the Blitnikoff? Uh, that sounds about right. I think it is. Um they just had him down uh, win that award at, at Pittsburgh, so that would be a hard, hard uh, um, win for for the Badgers, and they did it. So, um, and then the third one came. What's today? Yesterday. Uh, By the way, AJ just quick, Tisdale. just a quick interrupt you here. The Fred Butenkoff Award is the correct name. So good job, Justin. Yeah. See, right. I think. I do good work, Eric. I never, I never said you didn't. Okay. So AJ Tisdale, Eric, um, an unranked kind of a. He's not really a find, but he's not unranked, so he hasn't really gone through the process of being ranked. So it'll be interesting where two forty seven Sports Composite puts him. Um, I'm guessing a, a, a three star, low three star. Um, the Badgers beat out Baylor. 
uh, California, uh, Colorado State. Uh, who else we got? Texas Tech, SMU, and Vanderbilt uh, for AJ Tisdale out of College Station, Texas. He's 5'11, 175. Um, you know, the Badgers have really done good with draft or with uh, recruiting these young guys that haven't uh, really seen a lot of the uh, the playing time at at these big schools in Texas or in Florida that, you know, just produce these athletic skill guys year in and year out. So it's it's uh, come and go as you see them. And, and they've done, like Caesar Williams, he was undrafted. Fayon Hicks drafted in the seventh round. But these guys have a legit shot at making NFL rosters. So... Uh, that that was his biggest thing that he thought that um, <clears throat> would help him in his career. Wisconsin is turning these guys out like that, and uh, he committed yesterday. Eric, it was big news. It, it's the first big uh, secondary one that they they've gotten. I think they've won a couple more. They are a bit thin at the safety position uh, with an injury that happened over spring ball. Okay. Okay. Uh, so tell me about. Tell me about that. So Travion Blaylock uh, was slated. He's going to become, or he's going into um, a redshirt junior year, I believe. He was uh, uh underrated guy coming out of high high school. Um, like most of Wisconsin's secondary guys have been. Um. He tore an ACL over spring ball. Um, so now that probably is going to mean that the Badgers are going to have to play some significant time to a uh, four-star safety coming in, Austin Brown, out of uh, Illinois. So there, there might be some inexperience, but he's a, he's a thumper. He plays the game well. Um, He's going to have a real shot at, at playing significant playing time for the Badgers uh, uh, because the depth there is not great, and, and losing Blaylock really hurts them in that position. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's kind of, you know, we've, we've talked about how just how, first of all, how this team recruits and really, you know, they they've had their depth kind of questioned, if you will. Over the last few mm-hmm. years, but it's also not really been a question because of how well they recruit the defense specifically um, with Jim Leonard at the at the helm of things, and really just you know it's it's more of a reload than a rebuild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really what's got to be, and, and they lose a lot of experience with Scotty Nelson. Um, you know, two. Two NFL caliber. Uh, Scotty Nelson's gonna gonna have a shot to make the uh, the Seahawks roster too. So that's the whole secondary right now is giving it a whirl uh, at at playing in the NFL. So it, it proves kind of how good they were, um, uh, how good the coaching was to improve the talent that was there. Eric, I would say that uh, to to give them a shot at at uh, playing in the NFL. So I think, I think uh, they've done good so far. Uh, excited to see the Brown kid. I think he's going to, uh, to, to really open some eyes. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And that's, 
I think that's the most exciting part of, you know, the being a Badgers fan right now is just those expectations. Uh, and they're realistic, too, where you expect the Badgers defense to be at a very, very high level. You expect them, you know, big things from young guys and that the coaching staff's going to put them in the right position. And really just as a whole that they're going to kind of plug and play. And that's what they and, that, and that's what they've done. Um, the Badgers aren't a, a school that is uh, going to throw out a ton of offers to a ton of players in, in, in what they call a, a, a committable offer. Um, sometimes schools will just throw an offer and say you have an offer, but um, they will nitpick who they accept a commitment from. So an offer really isn't an offer, but when the Badgers offer. Uh, that is a, a committable offer no matter what time they, they make that offer. So it, it, it's, uh, it's a different way of doing things, um, but they've been super successful. They've been really, really good at uh, recruiting, develop guys that were, you know, kind of getting overlooked by the big, 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 big time schools with the big, big, big time budgets. Um, but they, they've done well. Uh, with the guys they've got. So this one, uh, you know, just as we're kind of doing this here, Justin, uh, six hours ago, and I, and I know that we were just talking football here, but um, a new recruit that the Badgers have officially offered as of today, uh, six foot ten out of Cincinnati, Ohio, Raleigh Burgess. Uh, that's that is absolutely you. You broke news to me there, Eric. Uh, I don't have any research on this guy. Um, yeah, I'm assuming when you say six foot ten, I'm assuming you're talking basketball. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. I said you know we're talking basketball here just to switch gears yeah. a little bit. Yep. And you know I know I sorry to do that to you, Justin, but six foot ten uh, for the class of 2024 out of Sycamore High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Burgess has been racking up. Re- Offers since Monday, uh, since Monday has gotten offers from Cincinnati, Dayton, Indiana, Iowa, Ole Miss, Penn State, Purdue, Wake Forest, and a number of others. Uh, and now mm. Wisconsin throwing their hat in the mix too. Uh, looks like they had hosted him. Uh, there's a picture of him on Twitter from earlier yesterday. It looks like or yesterday afternoon uh, with Greg Gard and one of the other coaches here. Um, Looks like six foot ten, six eleven, between two fifteen. And this is coming from uh, Bucky'sFifthQuarter.com. Um, unrated so far, but looking like a three to four star, high three star, earlier or kind of lower four star. Uh, once that twenty twenty four class is evaluated, um, as part of the twenty twenty four or twenty or the Sycamore High School team. Uh, they went 21 and three, while winning their conference and losing the district finals of the OHSAA basketball championship. Uh, plays grassroots basketball or his grassroots ball um, on the Indiana Elite Circuit with Badger, another top target in Cooper Cook from Peoria, Illinois. Four star, uh, looks like a four star guard out of Peoria. Mm. Or I mean, no, it looks like a forward. Yeah. Um, as a for, as a freshman, uh, Raleigh Burgess averaged eight point six six point or eight point six points, six point one boards, and one point one blocks per game. Uh, as a sophomore, 
comes in at 10.8, six rebounds, and stepped it up to nearly two blocks per game and was an all-greater Miami Conference as a sophomore, second-team player. Hmm. This sounds like uh, he's a prospect that's got a lot of growing to do at, at 6'10", 215 pounds. Uh, it looks like he's got to put about 40 to 50 pounds on his body to play in the Big Ten. Uh, but I, like as you said, at only coming off of a sophomore season, uh, you'd expect a little more from uh, the the stat line from a guy that's six foot ten. But um, you, it's hard to you know. There's a lot of people that make a lot of money in this game because it's hard to project, and the best ones project guys like this that can develop. Uh, and the, and the Badgers have been doing it very, very, for a very long time. Greg Gard did it for a very long time for Bo Ryan. That led to back-to-back Final Four teams. Uh, projecting a guy like Frank Kaminsky, Jared Bergeron, uh, John Luer, you know. Uh, so, and, and that list can continue on. We we could look up names and and, and, and just go Keaton all day Yankovel. with that. They, they've done very well. Keaton Yankovell, another one. Yep. Um, this article, Justin, coming from The Athletic. Yankville from Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Uh, this article comes from The Athletic, Justin, kind of going back into the football world. Um, talking about, I think we had touched on him, but Tristan Monday. Yep. Uh, he was a flip last year from the University of Arizona. It's a good flip. The Athletic comparing him as possibility of being the Badgers' next dominant defender? I think I did see some of the headlines for that um, article, Eric. uh, A a guy that plays with great intensity um, has the body and the build and the frame to to kind of fill out like like a TJ Watt um, and, and come off the edge. Uh, as a bigger guy, uh, was a late of late season flip from Arizona. Um, took a chance on taking a, a a visit out to Wisconsin. He loved it, and he flipped from Arizona. Can't say I blame him. I wouldn't want to go to uh, Arizona, anyways. No, I wouldn't either. Wisconsin's Not at really all. Um, also, a little bit of a kind of breaking news, but not really. Um, Yesterday afternoon, Phil Steele released his 2022 preseason All-America team and did include three Badgers on it. Um, Nick Herbig making the first team. Yep. And then it was Braylon Allen, who was only 17 years old last season, uh, at running back as a sophomore. And then senior nose tackle... um, Keanu Benton were on his fourth team All-American list. Yeah, Keanu, Keanu Benton was a guy that could have went uh, pro. He probably would have been a fourth or a fifth round pick after going pro, but he decided to come back. He will really anchor uh, a Badgers defense this year that is going to be new all around him besides um, Herbig. Uh, you're gonna Herbig's gonna have a different running partner. There's gonna be two different inside linebacking partners. Uh, you're gonna have a whole brand new uh, secondary with with the only holdback Johnny Torchio, a former walk-on that's probably going to be a starting uh, safety for 
the Badgers. So uh, there are some real, real opportunities for guys to come in. But I will tell you, over the last three to four years, uh, that edge rushing position, uh, the inside linebacking position, will be or has been recruited as good as uh, the big the big time money spenders in the game of football uh, has have recruited. Um, you know, you've got four stars littered all over that outside linebacker um, area. You've got high three stars at inside linebacker, which is not a very sexy position, but they've done so very well at that position, um, sending guys to the pros uh, all over the place uh, and doing it for a long time since John Leonard or Jimmy Leonard came to uh, to the defensive coordinator position. Uh, and even as a position coach before that. Um, so I wouldn't expect, you know, a lot of people are going to expect the Badgers defense to fall off um, tremendously. Uh, I don't think that happens when you have a guy like Keanu Benton, uh, who is definitely a pro football player um, and, and looks to improve his draft stock into a first or a second round guy. Uh, he's that good. Uh, and he will make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Justin, just to kind of kind of wrap up the episode here, I want to ask you: between now, September third, so June seventeenth, to September third, when the Badgers take the field against Illinois State at Camp Randall Saturday Night Football on FS1, six p.m. kickoff. What do you want slash need to see from this team to really buy in? And what are your expectations for this team? As of June seventeenth, well, it's going to be. That's an interesting conversation there because uh, you're not really going to see a lot of it, but it, and you don't really want to see a lot of change. But the Badgers are going to be so much more athletic on the outside edge, and that's not to say guys like Danny Davis and Kendrick Pryor, um, who are fighting to become pros themselves on, on rosters and, and fighting for practice roster spots. Uh, are the athletic guys, but the depth of athleticism that they have, I think the wide receiver position, that you're going to see a major difference um, in the way that the Badgers are doing things. Uh, the depth, they're three, four deep uh, of continuous playing guys uh, that can rotate in. Uh, their slot position with Dean Ingram is going to get much better. This dude is a lightning bolt. I think he's going to be great. Uh, so when you talk about that, Eric, what really needs to change is we need to find a little more consistency out of Graham Mertz. If we want to be the big-time football team and we really want to make a run at Ohio State, it, it's hard to say this, uh, but it really relies on Graham Mertz's shoulders. He's got to be the one uh, as the quarterback that leads this team, uh, as the quarterback that makes great decisions Um as the quarterback that can see the field that can pre-snap the whole field uh, and maybe get them into an audible to see the foot to see uh, the best play available. Uh, it's really he's a junior now. He's 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 got to step up. He, there's no more of these mistake throws. Um, he, he's got a cannon. I think you're going to see more of an offense that kind of fits his style without getting away from from their big-time run game and their, and their All-American uh, running back at Braylon Allen. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting along the offensive line. Uh, Bob Bostad comes back. I think that's a tremendous coaching move uh, for the Badgers. I think that really makes a difference. Um, and you're going to see an offensive line and an offensive run game that's really going to pick up where it was five, six years ago when they were just running all over everybody. Um, so I think that's going to come back. Uh, you, you move a guy from from right guard and Jack Nelson, that's 6'7", 305 pounds. You're going to move him from right guard to, to left tackle. I think that matters. Uh, size is going to matter. I think athleticism, moving athleticism to the interior of the offensive line matters. We're going to push people down the field. So offensively, you could say all of that. I kind of went random on, on almost every group there, Eric, but I think to me, what I got to see, it's got to be Graham Mertz who takes a dramatic improvement here. It, it proves that he's maybe uh, a top 40 quarterback in the nation. All right, I'm going to double up on that question with this, Justin. Name one quote-unquote sleeper from each side of the ball that Badger fans may not know their name now, but come, let's just say, bowl season will be a household name. A household name. That that's a that's a good question. I you know Jack Eschenbach uh, has played sparingly. He's a former walk-on tight end. Uh, has a real shot at winning the number one tight end position. Um, he's a, he's a, a bigger bigger guy. Um, at tight end, I think he's the guy that really makes a difference. Um, and to me, it's it, on defense. Uh, they they've got a number of guys really that can step up, but what what we're not realizing is that in the secondary we can say that we lost a lot, but we bring back we bring a a, a, a cornerback from Kentucky as a transfer. He's going to be a senior um, in uh, Cedric Dort. He's played a lot of football, uh, so I that's the guy I think uh, on defense that could really make a difference. Um, those are those are the two sleeper names. Cedric Dort might win a starting position right off the bat. Absolutely, Justin. I, you know, kind of looking through this this roster right now. I also was drawn to Eschenbach. I really think him and into a probably a lesser extent. I think you can kind of get back to the the two tight end system that they. You know, I remember the days of like Owen Daniels and uh, Peterson and. And all those, you know, great kind of two tight end teams and kind of mixing in the fullback and H-back role. Uh, Clay Cundiff kind of even fits that NFL mm-hmm. H-back role at 6'3", 236 yep. with kind of like the Thunder Lightning at with uh, Eschenbach at 6'6", 239. Um, so kind of interesting to see if they, you know, kind of maybe go back to that where they had uh, even like Lance Kendricks when he was running around here at Camp Randall. But... Uh, two names I was drawn to. One other name I wanted to kind of bring up to you, Justin, and it's a, a familiar last name, but not so much in the first name, and that is Brian Sanborn at inside linebacker as a redshirt freshman. Yeah, Brian Sanborn was was a uh, inside linebacker. Uh, followed his brother here. He he uh, didn't really get a shot to play last year. Um, obviously as he, he, um, 
redshirted. The the other guy I would talk about is Preston Zachman. We'll get to him in a minute now that I just seen his name. There's so many names on here that uh, we could talk about um, that have really uh, surprised teams. But Brian Sanborn is a you know he his brother uh, just left for the uh, NFL. Uh, I don't I can't remember what team he uh, if he got drafted or if he he signed on. I, I can't remember, Eric. Either way, he's got a legitimate shot at making a roster. Um, <clears throat> so he uh, was picked up as kind of plays like his brother, Eric. Undrafted free agent, dubbed as the Bears' most exciting undrafted free agent, the so Chicago Bears. Yeah, I think he made big bucks too. I think he signed a big contract for an undrafted free agent. I'd have to look at that. Anyways, plays a lot like his. Plays a lot like his brother, Eric. So there's a lot to like about this guy. All right. Now tell us about this other this other product that you uh, had referred to. Uh, Preston, Preston Zachman is one of those interesting guys, those those interesting finds for, for the Badgers. Um, this this guy is a – he comes out of uh, Pennsylvania again. Um he was a late signee in the 2020 class, Eric. That he was he, he played quarterback. Um, and, and interesting enough, the Packers or the Badgers signed him um, late in the process. He he didn't have a lot of great offers coming out of high school. Uh, to be honest with you, I think at at one time he was committed to Vanderbilt uh, in Temple. Um, but when the Badgers offered him, they offered him at linebacker, Eric. And so this guy comes in, he red shirts. They switch his position to safety. All of a sudden, this guy is lighting it up in camp. Um, Preston Zachman is a guy that could really um, make a difference. He's going to play the big hard hit in safety um, that – He's fighting for a starting position. That would be another name that I would be uh, uh, for sleeper picks for our Badger fans to pay attention to. Preston Zachman. All right, Justin, with that, any other kind of just parting thoughts as we wrap up our Saturday special? They have, they do have another uh, relatively big weekend uh, in recruiting. For official visits, they have a, a, a high three-star, 88 overall uh, cornerback coming out of Marietta that they do have the crystal ball for in Jace Arnold, uh, 5'10", 168. They will get a commitment, mark my words, they will get a commitment this weekend, Eric, out of uh, uh, an athlete that is unranked. Uh, from St. Louis, Honolulu, Hawaii. We talked about that connection in a previous episode, Eric, and, and don't think this matters, but uh, he's 5'11", 180. Looks like he can play either side of the ball, kind of just come in and, and see where the fit is, but the Badgers like him enough um, that they offered him. Tretch Kekanahuna. You Eric, sure? Can you say that? Are, are you sure you can? Tretch Kakanahua, Huna. Anyways, <laughs> he will be a commit for the Badgers this weekend, so that's exciting. Superb athlete. And then they have a uh, a defensive lineman out of Marist, Chicago, Illinois. 
that is uh, he's he's a, a low three star um, ranked guy six three three hundred twenty. He's going to be your he's going to be your guy that's kind of like the Olive Sagapalo that's going to be the run stuffer um, in that type of stuff. So Badger fans expect a, a commitment over the weekend. In fact, it might come after tonight. Uh, or or early this morning, um, you could uh, you could be reading some news. This Kakanahua guy, he's pretty good. One more time, Justin. What was his name? Kakana, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling, Eric. <laughs> Tretch Kakanahua. All right. Una. <laughs> all right, Justin. Well, I want to thank you for informing us all and getting us all caught up on the Badger world as. We kind of look ahead to their start of summer camp and getting ahead of that, like I said, that September 3rd kickoff. I'm sure we'll have more Badger content as we get closer to the season. And with that, I think we're ready to sign off. I want to thank you again for listening. And stay tuned to our social media page for more recruiting news on the Badgers. Episode Badger special. We're out. See you. Salute.